So hi there, it's your podcast host Gary Turner. Uh, during this self-care week, uh, 12th to 18th of November 2018, and today I'm really grateful to welcome Laura Izzard onto the podcast. Hi there, Laura. Hey Gary, good to good to see you. Likewise, how are you? Okay. Very well indeed. Really excited to do this. Lovely. Well, look, thanks thanks for joining me this morning. Um, just as, just so, as we can get going, would you mind letting the listeners know just a little bit about you? You know, who are you? What's your background? And what are you passionate about, Laura? Absolutely. Uh, so I am Aussie by birth, lived in the UK for a couple of decades now. This is my adopted home. I live in London. I've got a family. There's four of us, my two kids, six and eight, Ben and Annabelle, my husband, Rich. I work in central London for a management consultancy. I work in the talent acquisition team, bringing partners into, into our business. Uh, so that's a recruitment function. And my passion project that I work on alongside that feverishly is uh, a brand called Comeback Girl. And Comeback Girl is all about providing free resources. I, I run a podcast myself and a blog encouraging. It's, it's been women to date just because that's my experience. I'd love to open it up however to everybody just encouraging people back to work after career breaks if that's a choice that they want to make I want to help them with the mindset to get back into um, into work after a period of perhaps they've been looking after kids elderly they might have been on an expat deal there's so many reasons why people take time out of work I want to get them back into the workforce if they're keen to do it and mindsets what hold, what's holding them back. And I come at that from two angles. One is uh, my own experience of taking time out. I had six or seven years out when I was raising the children. And so I know what it feels like. I know how your confidence just powers down when you're out of the work scene. And uh, I want to encourage people to get, get into thinking in the right way. And secondly, because I'm in recruitment, I know what you need to do to build back up your network, to get your personal profile happening, to really hone your pitch so that you're giving the best of yourself um, in, in any conversation that you're having. And I'm just really hoping, Gary, that if it helps one individual who should be out there serving in the marketplace, uh, if, if I can help them, then my job's done. Oh, wow. That's a, such a powerful intro. Thanks so much for sharing that. And I, I can really see, uh, well, I can imagine there's quite a heavy link actually around self-care of people as they try and get back into work. So how would you... How would you define as Laura self-care? What does it mean to you if you were looking to define self-care to somebody else? I think that self-care is compassion for my humanness. It's make, and this is going to sound grand, but I will, I'll break it down for you. Making my decisions out of love and not fear as much as I possibly can. So, if I, if I'm making my decisions out of fear, I'm thinking about the competition around me in the marketplace. You know, I'm hyper aware of what others are doing. Um, I can be focusing on lack, the things I don't have, the, the, the earning potential that I'm not quite hitting. It could be the regrets about things I wish that I'd done. And it's judgment of myself and of others. And if I'm operating out of love, I'm thinking about what's best for me and but what's best for all concerned. I'm thinking about uh 
you know, the, the wider mission of, of whatever, um, whatever environment I find myself in, I do think this has an application for business, Gary. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that you can be thinking about the values, the mission statement of the business in every cold, hard decision that you make. If it's about EBITDA, if it's about the discounted cash flows, it's about the balance sheet, you can still make your decisions out of a, a, a love for the mission that your company is supposed to be achieving. So I think I think that's it for me, and having really good boundaries. Yeah, well, that is, I'm saying this to you. Know something, I need to get you on for another podcast because 15 minutes won't do. We'll come back to that one. But that's such a powerful message for me because I see that all of the time, how much fear people are actually living in. And I think I wonder, well, does that link a little bit to sometimes people, don't they talk about self-care being selfish? Is that a bit more of a fear-based mindset, do you think, when people are thinking that? I think so. If you If you think about... So Simon Sinek has written that book, hasn't he, about uh, leaders Leaders eat last. Yeah. And the idea of how important it is to put yourself forward. I, I honestly believe that if you, if you, you have to kind of be blessed to be a blessing to others. You have to have, you have to have the resources yourself to be able to then give them out and serve. And if you're not... I'm sure everybody else has said this to you as well. If you're not building up your own reserves, you're useless. You can't be, as they say now, hashtag living your best life. You just, you, you, it's really important to be, I go back to that word of stewarding, stewarding what you have, your own strengths, uh, your own, your own worth in order to be as effective as you possibly can be, um, you, you know, living abundantly out there in the world. Um, I love that sort of abundance versus scarcity. And I guess that comes back to your mindset work, Laura, to some extent. Definitely. Um, I, gosh, I, I think we, we've touched on this before in one of our conversations, Gary. One of the books that has influenced me more than any other is a book by a palliative care nurse called Bronnie Ware. And she wrote a book called The Five Regrets of the Dying. And it sounds like it would be a, a really downer of a read, but actually it's, it's unbelievably life affirming. What she did was she talked to, she spent so many, so many hours at bedsides with uh, the elderly and they were talking through their lives and sharing the richness of their experience. And she found that there were five common threads through all of their, all of their stories, their, their regrets, things they wish they'd done differently. And they all said, I wish I kept in contact with my friends. I wish I'd taken more risks. I wish I'd had the courage to express my feelings. I wish I'd not worked so hard. And I wish I'd allowed myself to be happy. Mm. And, you know, I just, I love thinking about those, those regrets in the context of my own life. It really helps me, uh, it helps me crystallize how I should be going about my days, if I think about those main themes and bringing it back to what I've got to get done in a day, those things can, that, that frame can really help me, help my own self-care. That's, that's so, so powerful. So, so powerful. How does that link for you personally then in terms of your own practices? Um, you know, which ones give you the most value personally and why and how, how maybe do those link to those, those five um, examples? You just yeah, mentioned? I'm, I'm, 
I'm an introvert by nature, so I need to take time out. And uh, I, I watched this fantastic TED talk, actually. It's, it's a TEDx by a guy, a guy called, I think his name is Steven Sagmeister, and it's called The Power of Time Out. So so my, my number one practical tip would be time out. I think whether you're an introvert or not is crucial for me. For others, I think it, it has to be something that they treat as more of a discipline. But what he, he's a graphic designer. He's hugely successful. And what he did was he went to Bali. He just dropped out and went to Bali for a year. And when he came back, his, his offer, his product offering as a graphic designer was so much more innovative. He, um, he was, he was just so much more effective in the market and what he did. And he's got an incredible brand for himself. Now he's become this huge proponent of the commercial value of taking time out. So we can't all go to Bali for a year, but what does it look like in microcosm? It's, it's whatever you'd need to take, you know, a couple of minutes out, five minutes to just head up to the top of the house and have a cup of coffee and look out at a tree or go for a walk around the block or I think you need to get out of your situation, out of the busyness of your day to just ask yourselves, yourself questions differently. You know, what, if I, if I look at this in a different way, how could my approach change? How could I be more effective? How could I put more of myself into this, into this, um, experience that I'm having? Oh, that's, that's that's really powerful actually so what i'm hearing there is around just stopping you know giving yourself permission to stop to i think extent. so i think so and there's value in it it's not a selfish act there's value for all in you taking time out to work out how you can serve in your most effective way that's great and what, what, what other things do you do for you as, as law what, what things give you the most like say you mentioned you're an introvert which things give you the most sort of energy? Um... I I swim my walks. So I'm re- I'm really big into not not fitness for fitness sake, but just some physical activity. I really I really believe in in that, and I need that time out for myself. We live near the river, so I get down there and um, just breathe in some fresh air. And the other thing that I have done for decades is journal. I'm, I'm massive on journaling. I, I'm really disciplined about it. I make sure that it happens and I just scribble down on a page what's gone on in the day, what I'm grateful for. I'm really big on, you know, what's, what's, what's good that's happening at the moment. Um, and, and that, that brings us back to focusing on all of the things that I do have rather than lack. Um, and then who have I met? Who do I need to, who, who, how's my network expanded? How, and how can I serve them? And how do I need to keep in contact with them? So that's back to, I wish I'd, I wish I'd stayed in contact with people. And I think about, you know, what, what could I do differently now? Um, are there any, is it that, and that goes back to the, the regret of, I wish I'd taken more risks. How, how can I push the boundaries a little bit more tomorrow? And, and where, where was I not true to myself? And that goes back to the courage to express my feelings. And so I, I do a little summary. It might be, you know, five, five, ten scribbles every day. I handwrite it. 
And it just helps me to, to focus my mind, to get a sense of achievement, to realize what I do have, focus on what I have and not what I don't have and think about how I could do things differently tomorrow. And, and that's just being compassionate for myself, my humanity, my, my myriad flaws. Um, but you know, celebrating that, I guess. Oh, it's, it's wonderful. I've got it. I just, everyone hears me on this and I sound repetitive, but I just get a buzz off of every person I speak to. Honestly, look, you're so authentic and genuine in how you're coming across with that message. And to be hearing you talk about service, because I'm talking a lot at the moment around service over self. And I think mm. this is a big shift that's coming for me is mm. that actually just by being okay with who you are and actually yeah. knowing that you're better by connected, being connected to other people just shifts things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I believe we are all completely connected and, and the more we can move away from judging each other, you know, I hope we all make it. We shouldn't be worried about competition so much. We can all get there. There's so much. There's, the market's enormous. Um, the resources are endless. Um, we just focus on the things that we don't have too much and we, we can all make it. Let's support each other, particularly in my work around you know, hashtag women supporting women. Um, we, we should just be all getting behind each other. And that is how we, that's where we're really, really powerful. That's exciting. And it's, it's, it's not a lot of work, you know, just to be, to be shifting that mindset to let's collaborate instead of protecting our little patch. Um, it's, it's just life affirming and energy releasing. Love it. Well, look, I'm conscious of the time. So that's already nearly 20 minutes. Just amazing. Amazing, amazing. How can people reach you if they want to, Laura? What's the best way to, to reach out to you? So I'm just Laura Izard on LinkedIn. And that's my, that's my in real life LinkedIn profile. That's my PA consulting profile. And then the blog is www.comebackgirl.com. Um, and that's just a, a, a lot of um, writing and suggestions and ideas, interviews with people who have come back to work after career break and my own little tips and tricks on how to do it um, from a recruitment perspective. Love people to jump on the blog. Then I'm on Twitter as well. I'm following you so people can find me that way. I love your self-care weekly. I'm usually on that at 8pm on a Tuesday. Good plug. Thanks, thanks, <laughs> uh, that's wonderful. Look, I'll make sure your contact details are on the bottom of the show notes for the podcast. And I'll also make a note as well to that book, make sure there's a link to that. That sounds really, really powerful. So, so let's keep in touch and look, have a great day. And thanks for the time, Laura. Thanks, Gary. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye.